Why the and asset and why better wealth? Welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast, where we're going to be covering some of the most important questions that people have around money. And in today's episode, we're going to be covering why the and asset, who is it right for, how old should you be, how much money should you have, should you have money saved up, pay off debt? These are all common questions that are good. And then the other question that usually comes up is why better wealth? Why work with you guys? It's a great question because you could work with anybody. But in this episode, I give answers to both of that. And actually, Mariah asked this in a frequently asked questions time that we had. And these were two answers that we gave. And when our team was going through just this, we're like, oh, Caleb, like you actually did a pretty good job like answering a question in under an hour. So we should probably put this on the podcast. So enjoy and sure to thank us because uh, we're, we're getting these questions to you. You don't have to wait through hours of content for that. Uh, but before you go right into the episode, I want to invite you to go to betterwealth.com slash vault, betterwealth.com slash vault. Our team has put in hours, hours and hours to be the one-stop shop for everything and asset. We have testimonials. We have a calculators. We have over a hundred frequently asked questions. We have crash course of over 20 videos. We have a masterclass. We have so many other things and we're, and we're continuing to add to this vault. And, and you might ask, why, why do you guys have an and asset vault? Because selfishly, we want to be the one-stop shop. We want to be the number one resource when people are in the market of looking into life insurance. Is this right for me? I've heard about overfunded. There's this thing called the and asset. What is it? And we just want to be the number one place where financial professionals go and consumers go to learn more about that. So if you go to betterwealth.com slash vault, you can find out all you need to know about the and asset and more. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. In talking about the end asset, talking, you know, your book is about the strategy or about a philosophy of, of the way that you, uh, the company works. What is, when you say it's an overfunded life insurance, who is it for? A lot of people want to know, is there only a specific person that can have this? Is it only specifically designed for a particular age, income, savings, debt? One of the things that separates us from a lot of people out there is I do not believe the and asset is for everybody. There's a lot of people that literally will say, if you can fog a mirror, you should like, you can fog a mirror and have an iPhone, you should re review my podcast, but that's not true when it, when it comes to the and asset. It really just comes down to efficiency. The first goal really is to cover your bases and, and is to protect you. And most people don't like most people need to cover that and they might need to do budgeting. They may need to have a debt pay down strategy. And really, when you actually start create a model using your and asset to pay off high interest credit card debt is in most cases not worth it. Now, we have to factor in long term, we have to factor in behavior. So all those things need to be factored in. But there's a lot of cases that we will get someone started on a strategy and then start an and asset later. For instance, I, I had the opportunity to talk to somebody this week who read my book, super interested in starting an and asset, but financially it wasn't the next step. So it's super funny, Mariah, because I was like, yeah, this is not for you right now, but here are the next steps. And I was thinking, I'm probably the only person, like our team is probably the only team that would tell people no, but we know like we're doing this strategically because we want to serve you well because we're playing the long-term game because we're just like young and we're going to be in this for a, a very long time. I think people are wondering whether or not the NSF is something they can have. You know, who is the NSF for? Who is it not? Is it important to pay off debt first before starting an, an and asset? 
and like what is the age and yeah, how yeah. much? I think people are just generally thirsty for the knowledge yeah. of, yeah. of this and asset. I, I think Nelson Nash wrote the book and I'm trying to, I don't think I have it here in the studio, but it's it's essentially, it's this concept called becoming your own banker. And he, and he pretty much says that banks are the most profitable business in the world and that we all need to take over the banking function in our life. So he talked about the principle of paying yourself first. And then he also made the argument that whole life insurance is the best place to hold that banking function because you are part owner and that capital is consistently moving and working. I had the pleasure of interviewing Nelson before he passed away. I would highly recommend you go check that out. It was one of my favorite all-time interviews. And so this is what I'll say. It's easy to read that and say, okay, I need an and asset. Now I'm coming to the table and saying, we also need to be efficient. Mm -hmm. And what happens is if you don't have at least $10,000 to put into an and asset, Knowing what I know, there may be more efficient ways to get a term policy. And this is this will be in the weeds, so I apologize. I mean, this is the power of Q&A. There's benefits of maybe getting like a term policy and saving in an alternative account until you have $10,000. In most cases, if you look on cash on cash, you will have a much more efficient growth strategy and just more efficient policy to begin with if you can start with some seed money versus putting like 100 or $200 a month. With that said, human behavior is really important. And I know that there's some people out there that need to start something. And if they don't start something, it's just, it just like they can't keep it up or they, they need to start it or they're never going to start. And that's the argument that's made of like, hey, listen, you should use your and asset to pay off high interest debt. Mathematically, it doesn't make sense. But where it does make sense is if you want to get the ball rolling and get someone something started. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's a lot of things that we do, by the way, that doesn't make financial sense. So I think we can unpack this more. I would say if you don't have $10,000 now to put into an and asset, still reach out to our company. I would encourage you to still become an unlimited member. It might look like us doing a pre-plan or adjusting some things so that we can, when we start an and asset for you, it can be a solid strategy. And remember, the and asset is not the end solution. It's just a tool on helping you live. I mean, I know you have probably a question in there about what if the end asset doesn't work for you if, or if it's not a good fit. Other way, a ton of other strategies that you can do uh, when it comes to maximizing wealth. So here the question is, how is Better Wealth different from other financial planners? And you're just saying that that's, what is it that we are doing when you say we are a better alternative? What is it that? We, we've talked a lot about our principles. We've talked a lot about the importance of a model. And I would say the, the highest picture we are helping people live more intentional lives. We are reverse engineering what you want and saying, okay, Mariah, what does results look like for you? What, like, we got to get clarity on what you actually want. And then we have to ask, what does that look like? Number one, that's clarity. Then we have to say, how do we optimize your cash flow, your assets, and your debts? Nothing to do with products, by the way, but how do we maximize what you're currently doing? And then where does that money go? And the consistency principle is saying, we want to maximize long-term and short-term. We all know if you're if you're listening or you read my book, we have to think of the long-term value of a dollar. It's not just a dollar. It's what that dollar could have be worth to you in the long run. So every time you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned you the rest of your life. And we have to also talk about the control aspect. What's the value of being able to control your dollar over the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? So consistency is C squared, where we want to maximize compound growth and control. And then finally, getting people to start thinking about the best ways to use their money. Our greatest financial need is using money. Most people aren't telling you that because they're, they're not incentivized to. 
But your greatest financial need is using money, whether it's in retirement, whether it's as an entrepreneur, whether it's an investor. And if we can show you best ways to use your money like the banks, like the ultra wealthy are doing, that just changes the game. So that, that's the, the framework. The end asset is a strategy that we do. And it's, it's pretty much maximizing a special type of life insurance contract where we're overfunding, we're minimizing the insurance and maximizing the cash. And what that allows is your dollars to do multiple jobs. I have a ton of videos on this, but essentially the thesis is if we can give your dollar multiple jobs and we can pl play the long-term game and the short-term um, and while protecting you and your legacy, we will win in the end. The and asset is not an investment, it's just uh, a better place to store and use capital throughout your life. And then we also have a financial model. And I believe, and this is another thing that we put on our website, we believe that every financial decision can be modeled, period. Most people don't want to talk to you about that because it's hard. A lot of people don't even know how to model financial decisions, but we've determined that if we are going to grow and if we're going to show up powerfully in your life, it can't just be my ability to speak. It can't just be the person that you talk to. We need to have a source of truth. We need to have a mirror. We need to have an x-ray to help you model where you are, where you want to go and, and how you can make certain decisions. And so um, when you take that, when you take our commitment to coaching, when you take our love for technology, when you take our mission of wanting to be more intentional, when you take us being like realistic and saying the government will come after us, like, I don't even think that's a controversial statement. Look at the news. If you're telling me that in 30 years, the government's not going to come after some of your money, depending on where it's at, we're not the financial planners that you want. Because I'm not like, I just want people to start living intentionally and start taking back control because control is where it's at. So I know that's kind of a long answer, but like, there's a lot that goes into that. And there's not one thing that I can like point to. It's just really the culture and the philosophy that we live by. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.